you, you spoke a little bit to the slow motion, sort of rolling nature of what America is experiencing. Maybe you could argue that the last financial crisis was sort of the beginning of the reckoning where you had private failures, private losses socialized on the public balance sheet, and maybe it's the public balance sheet that's next. Question is, in the event that there is such a crisis, it seems that you have a fairly optimistic outlook that Americans will rise to the occasion. What gives you the, that optimism that America will refound itself on a stronger footing rather than choose, say, the path of more of a benevolent dictator, if you will? Well, Ben, that's the question, $64,000 question, as they say. Why am I optimistic? Uh, I guess it's a, just a matter of faith that Americans have come through this in the past. There's certainly no guarantee that we'll solve these problems. You know, if the South had not seceded in 1860, the United States might have gone through an extended period, 30, 40, 50 years of stalemate uh, and being unable to solve any of its problems. So something like that conceivably could happen again. The parties are so far apart. They veto one another. Nothing can get done. Uh, so that, that is certainly a possibility. My thought, however, is that, and that one of the things that has happened is we've lost the consensus on the value of economic growth. That was one of the pillars of the post-war consensus. JFK was a growth politician. Harry Truman was a growth politician. So was Lyndon Johnson. They saw that growth was the key. FDR was a growth politician. The Democrats have lost their faith in growth and they've uh, gravitated into all sorts of other uh, questions, whether it's global warming or redistribution, or multiculturalism, and all the rest, leaving the Republican Party as the, basically the party that's promoting uh, business growth. So, uh, you know, your, que your question is a good one. It's, it's, the kind of, it's the kind of thing that Americans are going to have to wrestle with in the decade ahead. We won't be able to pay for all of our entitlements. We won't be able to pay for all of our poverty programs. We won't be able to pay for our defense uh, unless we get some economic growth. We won't be able to have a benevolent state. A benevolent state requires resources. <clears throat> and without economic growth, we won't have it. Now, America's grown at about 2% a year for 15 years. It's not just since the recession of 08. This goes back to the uh, recession of 2000 and 2001, the dot-com bubble. America's never fully recovered from that to get the kind of growth we had in the 1980s and 1990s. So we are suffering now, as you suggest, a kind of slow motion. What happens when we get the next recession and stock market crash? It inevitably will happen. Uh, what's going to happen across the country when, when this occurs? Uh, in the wake of 2008, that could, that could be devastating. I would say one thing here, just in another historical note. The, the period from 1980 to the present has been a remarkable period in the history of American capitalism. You could point to three big things that have happened. One, declining interest rates and disinflation. Very important. That's been going on for 35 years now. Two, a boom in stock and bond prices. Unprecedented. Uh, in 1980 or 81, the total value of all stock markets in the world was between $1 and $2 trillion. 
Now it's about $60 trillion. Incredible wealth has been accumulated in both the bond and the stock markets. Bond market's even bigger, as you know, than the stock market. And the third thing is accumulation of debt, public and private. Total credit market debt in the United States is today around $60 trillion, three and a half times GDP. Up until 1980, uh, total credit market debt tracked GDP one to one. Since 1980, there's been an explosion of debt, public and private. These things are related. Declining interest rates uh, propelled the surge in debt. Uh, the surge in debt propelled the bond and stock markets. Those things, uh, the, the bond and stock markets further collateralize more debt and so on and so on. But interest rates tend to move in cycles. Uh, the period from 1945 to 1980 was a period of rising interest rates. We've now had 35 years of declining interest rates. What happens when all these trends reverse themselves? I think that will happen. This golden age that we've lived through won't, won't go on forever. And when it does, we'll have to face a reckoning with our accumulated debt and slow growth. 